Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll teach you how to create multiple versions of success for your life. I'll also be interviewing father and daughter duo, Joe and Erica Florentine, who are experts in helping you achieve your goals. Today, they review their book, The Foundation of a Successful Life. This is a book that will walk you through proven steps to success, like understanding what makes you happy, creating a positive mindset, goal setting, planning, turning hurdles into advantages, and much, much more. For more information about Joe and Erica, please visit successcornerstone.com. You may also purchase their book in your favorite digital bookstore or in the previous guest products in the store at jamiesmillerlifeology.com. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. Metrics of success. We all have different versions of what success looks like. For example, A child may view success as winning a board game. A teenager may view success as getting the phone number of someone they like. And as an adult, it may be getting the job of your dreams. Now, each of those examples may be different, but it created a feeling or a sensation of success for that individual. When you look at your life right now, what does success mean to you? What are the areas in which you feel you're really successful? I've worked with a lot of people, and I'm sure you know these people as well. Very, very successful people. But once they retire, they look back on their life and think, wow, I was so successful in my career and provided for my family and did all these amazing things. However, I don't have a relationship with my family. Or I have all this monetary success, but I don't have any friends. Or my health is lacking. When we look at our life as a whole, if we only focus on one major version of success, Unfortunately, that is unbalanced. And one thing you know about this show is we really look at ways to balance your life out so you can be a well-rounded, successful person. In the past, we've talked about creating a graph of fulfillment. And that's another version of what success looks like. Because when you feel fulfilled, you are successful in that. And so I'll create a quick recap on that. On the horizontal line, you'll create as many subject matters in your life as possible. That can be from your health your finances, your friends, your relationships, your spirituality, your employment, your vacations, etc. You get to decide how many categories of your life you want to look at to determine if you're feeling fulfilled, in other words, successful. And on the vertical line, you create tick marks from one to 10. And you want to take some time to review each of these categories. And I would have you perhaps have a time frame of six months to a year to really review how successful you feel in each one of those categories. And as you rate each category from 1 to 10, 10 is the most fulfilled you feel, and 1 is the least amount of fulfillment you have, you'll see how much success is actually in your life. And that's a really good way to determine how balanced you are in your life. 
Now, there are different ways in which we can do this. Now, success can be your long-term goal. These are the things I want to accomplish, and I'm focused on that, and I feel successful because I'm accomplishing that goal. That is a wonderful, amazing thing, because when you play the long game of your goal, that becomes one of the biggest levels of success you'll be able to create because it's you as a whole. But sometimes people forget that you can create success in each situation. For example, if you're going to talk to your spouse and you know it's going to be a difficult conversation, you want to ask yourself, what would success look like in this conversation? In other words, would it be the outcome is amicable or you don't argue or you're able to hear each other in a way that feels like you're working together as opposed to working apart? That's what you create as success. Another version of that could be you go to the gym. What would success look like for you in that workout? And as you think that through before each situation, you'll be able to determine what success looks like. I always like people to look at perhaps three versions of success per situation, because when you can really think that through, it allows you to practice creating a well-rounded version of success as opposed to one version. Because remember, just like I said earlier, if someone's really, really successful at the end of life, but unfortunately they don't have any friends or their health is poor, etc., Unfortunately, that's only one version of success. So when you practice at least three versions of success per situation, it gives you a really good foundation to review what success looks like as a whole for your life. And that's really exciting because remember, we all are self-made people. The choices we make right now determine how our life is going to go. And so as you understand what success looks like specifically for you, you'll find that you grow exponentially. I have a fantastic interview today with Joe and Erica Florentine, who are experts in helping you achieve your goals. So stay tuned. If you're anything like me, you'll love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. We all want something out of life, whether it's a personal goal, a professional goal, an academic goal, or a combination of these. My guests today are Joe and Erica Florentine, a father-daughter duo who are experts in helping you achieve your goals. Today, they review their phenomenal book, The Foundation of a Successful Life. This book will walk you through proven steps to success, like understanding what makes you happy, creating a positive mindset, goal setting, planning, turning hurdles into advantages, and much, much more. Welcome to my show. Thank you, James. Thanks for having us on. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're excited. Very excited. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this. When your uh, PR person sent me your information, one of the main things I really loved about, about your story, not only your book, of course, but I love the father-duo interaction. I think it's so important when we look at a systemic standpoint. In other words, you have your, your one, one generation and then the second generation continues on with that legacy. And I'm sure if there's a third or fourth generation, it will continue on as well. So I'm really looking forward to hearing how this book came about, how it's going to help my listeners, and how we can all grow and develop together. Sounds great. Now, Joe, you have a phenomenal past yourself. I love, I love this story. Uh, you know, so many times we, we think of 
certain people as being incredibly polished at the end of their life, which they are and which you are. But sometimes how we get there isn't how some people think. What was your original journey like? Well, my original journey was I started off in, in real estate as a, uh, a very young man, almost right out of high school. And, uh, you know, for a good 30 years or so, I made a very good living. I was pretty much what you'd categorize as a house flipper. I oh, yeah. Okay foreclose property, fix it up, sell it, you know, build a home here and there. And, and I did well. I mean, it was really a, uh, a good life uh, financially and uh, raising three kids. And, you know, when the, they call it the Great Recession hit, late 2008, mm-hmm. 2009, mm-hmm. Um, the bottom fell out of that real estate market completely. We had a whole lot of projects going on. And, uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, we, we went from living very well to, no income at all, you know, and, uh, it was, uh, anyway, it was some very, very difficult times financially, not only for me, but for, for everybody here in the U S and actually globally at that point. And, uh, you know, I had two, two kids in college. Erica was in college. My son was, I had a young daughter and no income. We had to wound up selling our home, uh, selling the home. We had our own homestead. Uh, and I wound up, you know, uh, coming into being 50 years old and living in a rental home. And, uh, at the time had a net worth of uh, minus 120,000. Wow. Well, how was how was that for you to go f- to be a self-made person? Because once again, we are all self-made, but you were you were very proud of the success that you had. And to go from one level of success to all of a sudden have life have a turn on you. And then you, at 50 years old, you had this realization that you weren't where you, where you wanted to be. How was that for your self-esteem? I, it was it was tough for the self-esteem and, and what really came out of that, I'm a big believer that every adversity uh, and every hurdle thrown at you in life, there's a benefit in it. And yes. I was a believer in it at that point. So what I did was every day worked on my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd start every day writing down everything that I was grateful for in my life, how fortunate I was to have a wonderful wife and children and friends and uh, and business contacts and and. I would do that every single day to work on my work on my mind and not get myself down, get myself into a positive mindset. And uh, through by doing that on a regular basis uh, and keeping that going, and I would write down every day that I'm glad, I'm so happy and grateful that this great recession that we're in right now is developing into uh, going to set my financial future up better than I ever thought before. You know, Joe, that's a fantastic. When I hear that, because I'm sure some people are like, oh my gosh, what? He's doing what? But when you look at that from a positive psychology standpoint, a lot of times people don't realize, you know, they may hear the word positive psychology, but what that actually does is when you do focus on what is going well, then all of a sudden it changes your brain chemistry. It helps your brain create more dopamine or a little bit more serotonin. And when that happens, it causes you, you to say, well, if this is going well, then this might be going well, and this is going well. And so all of a sudden, when we focus on what is going well, as opposed to what is not going well, then it does shift your perspective. And in psychology, we teach that whatever you perceive to be true, in other words, what you think about, you were thinking about gratitude, then determines what you feel. Your feelings then turn into the physical manifestation of that. So you have this wonderful epiphany. I know that you've studied with, you've read so many self-help books, and that's one of the major things that's the platform for you which allowed you to find that gratitude. And now that is transitioned into you becoming the expert in this. And I can see how the foundations of a successful life was written. So thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's, that's mind blowing, I'm sure for many people, but such a powerful thing, because as we know, a stumbling block can be a stepping stone. 
There is no, there is no doubt about that. And <laughs> exactly what you said is exactly what what we we uh, preach in our book, and what I've practiced uh, practiced my whole life, and been able to really zone that in over the last uh, the last ten years. Uh, really be able to uh, that I can deliberately create whatever I want in my life. Right. Yes. Exactly. No, no doubt about it. Erica, how was that for you when you you were in college, and so you were used to a certain lifestyle, and things changed, and you you saw all the th- the changes that happened in your family's life. You also had an opportunity to determine how you're going to get through this. But to see your dad model that for you, what was that like for you during that time? So you're not going to believe this. It's quite it's quite funny when I think back on it. Uh-huh. But I was college age, right, and uh-huh. I had plenty of smarts of what things were going on around me at that point at that age. That being said, I did not know that we were going through what we were going through. And when I tell people that, they find it so interesting. How could you have not known? Were you just oblivious? Were you just not paying attention? And I'm like, no. I mean, we would have family dinners. I'd come home from college for visits, et cetera. But it just goes to show how Mm -hmm. positive my dad was able to remain during that, that it didn't trickle down to his family because it very well could have. You know, we could have all been feeling the the pain of what he was going through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I had been working my own jobs and things, so I wasn't really financially dependent on them at that point. That being said, it could have very well affected all of us mentally, and it really didn't. It wasn't until years later when he started telling me that story where I said, wait, no way. You've got to be kidding. We had <laughs> no awesome. clue. No clue. Wow. My brother, who was around the same age as me, had no clue as well. My sister was way younger. Um, but the two of us, we were just like, wow, how he got through that with just such a, me- a positive mental state is just quite remarkable. And to even think about that is, I mean, not only is it a wonderful role model, but it also helps everyone realize that when life happens, you can always reflect on a time that was much, much more painful, much more overwhelming. And you can say, well, if I went through this, then of course I can get through this. Or if I don't know how to get through what I'm currently getting through, I've experienced despair before. I've experienced grief before. I've experienced loneliness. I can experience all these things in my past. So the situation may be different, but the emotional experience is the same. So let me reflect Mm -hmm. on that really difficult time. What did I do that helped me? And what did I do that did not help me? So often Mm -hmm. we think we have to reinvent the wheel thinking, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And yes, like I said, circumstances may be different, but when you can find that emotional memory of what helped you in the past, that you then implement that today decreases the emotion, which then gives you the peace of mind and the frame of mind to problem solve. So I love hearing these powerful stories of overcoming adversity. Love the fact that you had no idea that was going on. It really bespeaks yeah. to Joe's ability to really find that, that Zen state of mind or living in that gratitude or that positive psychology. So I'm so looking forward to now transitioning into your book, A Foundation of a Successful Life. Now hearing this, I can see how this book came about, but what was the impetus for it? In other words, what happened where you both said, you know what, we have a book to write? From my perspective, I have always wanted to be an author. So mm-hmm. I've loved writing. It's been my number one passion since I was a child. Yeah, and you're so successful with that. I saw all the different things yeah. you've done. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And I always, you know, my big dream in life was to be a New York Times reporter. And naturally mm-hmm. over time, you know, the, the nature of newspapers as they are um, has, has changed quite a bit. Sure. So my dreams started to change a little bit. I was writing for some corporate, uh, some big corporate names and doing PR and internal communication and those things. But I never really lost sight of this fact of seeing my name in a byline mm-hmm. um, and be, and having a book with my name on it was my ultimate dream. So 
having grown up with some of these principles that my dad speaks about and success lessons and ways of living, these are things that were always ingrained in my mind. It was just such a natural thing for me to write about. And I had been working at a company doing internal communications uh, about a year ago. My dad came to me and said, listen, you understand all of these concepts. You've been living your life this way as well. I'm reaching the end of my career in real estate. I'm moving towards retirement. I really want to put all of these ideas and ways that I've been living my entire life mm-hmm. into a book. What's your interest on leaving your job, coming to write this book with me, and then starting a company with me with some of these principles in mind, developing courses and trying to educate people in a very wide sense on all of these practices. And I was all about it. I was so excited. (laughs) Um, You know, and of course, you know, we refer to in the book, we refer to folks as dream stealers, you know, people in your life who will tell you, why are you doing that? Right. Erica, you have a, you have a cushy job. You know, you're moving up the ladder slowly, but surely at the company that you're at, Mm -hmm. why would you leave something so secure to go work on something like this? And my answer is always because it makes me happy. It's something that this type of thing equates to success for me. I don't mm-hmm. need to be, for some people, they want to move up the corporate ladder. That's not something that was ever very important to me. I want to be doing something that I feel passionate about every day and that I feel excited about and good about. So definitely feel very successful right now, just having followed that path. That's amazing. And I think that's one thing that often when we hear those dream stealers, sometimes they, they're, they're not the nicest people or they, have, they don't have our best interest in mind, but sometimes they do have our best interest in mind from their perspective of how life should be. I know even for myself, when I left my practice in DC, I had some really close people talk with me and be like, James, are you sure? You know, you have this, you have that, and you know, et cetera, whatever those metrics of success were. But I said, you know, I, I've, I've maxed out where I want to be here. I, I could continue to do this, but I personally am not being fulfilled. And so when I made that leap, it was a very lonely decision. But as things started to roll out, those same people who had those same perceptions, all of a sudden like, oh, I see how it makes sense now. So yeah. one thing to keep in mind for, yeah, for listeners is to say not the people who may be dream stealers are not necessarily not in your corner. They just don't understand it. So sometimes giving them giving them a, it's not that you have to prove yourself because we don't have to prove yourself for anybody, but giving them a little bit of of a cushion to say, I'm going to do my thing. And once you see how this rolls out, I know more than likely you will be on my side and be my greatest support. Absolutely. Couldn't have, couldn't have said it better. (laughs) I would say when we talk about dream stealers in my case as well, they were my best friends Uh, people that are related to me. You know, they were Mm -hmm. close people to me. They were not ill-intended. Exactly. They just, felt like they were telling me the best that they knew for me, which was you're on a great path. Why don't, why would you ever consider getting Mm -hmm. off? And I think for them, when they saw the hard copy of the book for the first time, or my book, you know, my my dad's book up on Amazon, they were like, Oh, okay. Now we get it. Now (laughs) we understand it. So yeah. Yeah. That's great. Now uh, people listening today, they're like, okay, well I have, I have a successful life or I have this or that. What kind of person would be the type of person who should read this book? I mean, obviously everyone should, but is there a specific type of demographic that this would be specific for? I think that it fits. We, Erica did such a great job, James, in laying this out that I mm-hmm. think it fits into all demographics, yeah. whether whether you're already very successful in your life, uh, or you're uh, or you're or you can would consider yourself right now down on your luck and looking for a way out. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got we've gotten the greatest reviews uh, from very very successful people that we know. 
um, you know, you know, the text or a phone call, Joe, this is word for word. Exactly. This is just perfect mm. dead on. I love every, every, every word of it, every chapter. So if you're successful in life, uh, I think it's, this can help you build on it. If you are unhappy with where you are right now and want to start to make the move into making your life, you get one shot at life here. Mm -hmm. right? Why would you live it uh, being stuck in a position or in a relationship or whatever it might be that doesn't make you happy? Exactly. So the first chapter in the book that Erica wrote in there is what makes you happy. That's chapter number one. You want to you you want to move toward what makes you happy because then it doesn't feel like work anymore. Mm -hmm. Just like I can tell how you love what you're doing here. James. <laughs> it's you. not work for you. You wake yeah. up in the morning enthused about it. You can't wait to do it. Yeah. Right? And so I think it really fits across a, a broad spectrum. Um, and I'm really hoping that we attract uh, the younger minds to this. Uh, if you're if you're listening and you're, and you're 18 or 20 years old and you, you want to really get some success principles into your life at an early age, this is perfect for you. So. I, yeah, I think that's so important. You know, when, when you really think about this overall, my level of success when I was 20 years old and what I understood of life, of course, is going to grow and develop. So I think anybody today listening to this to say, yeah, I, I do feel really successful. But keep in mind that we all continually grow. Statistics show that there's, a, that there's an average of five iterations of our life. In other words, so mm -hmm. when we become an adult, we have five different versions on average, not, not always, but on average of five different uh, changes or development that happen. And so sometimes we forget that, yeah, I feel successful today. But as we know that life evolves and just like a current in a river, it's going to move whether we want to move or not. So how do we make sure that we're continually growing and developing so that when life does happen, what worked yesterday may not work tomorrow, but as we have this awareness, we're prepared for that and we can easily slide into that and become the next iteration or the, another, the next um, evolution of who we are as a person. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think too, to your point, as we're, as we're growing and getting older and moving through these different phases of our life, what we want professionally can be very, very different, mm -hmm. but what we want personally can also be mm -hmm. very different. And I think that that's really the beauty of our book and something that I'm most proud about in the book is that we don't determine success for you Perfect. as definitely being a professional success. We also say you can use this blueprint we put together and it will work for you personally. It could work for you for academic goals or whatever they may be. You could really use it and apply it to anything. Um, you know, I did have somebody who was reading it and said to me, you know, I, I love the book. I feel like I'm in a place in my career right now where I'm really happy and I feel successful. I'm lost about what to use this book for. Uh, and we had a conversation and I said, okay, well, what other things are going on in your life? And we ultimately determined together, this person was somebody interested in weight loss. So we oh. talked through that and now they're using the book as a blueprint to help them move towards weight loss. Now it doesn't have info in there about what things they should be of eating course. or whatever, but you know, it's a platform for them to use to follow their goals. So mm -hmm. it's uh, it's pretty exciting when we look at it that way. I really like to see how this can is, is a template for anything. So it's turnkey for any goal you have. And I do like the fact that it creates, once again, it creates a platform, but the reader then gets to determine what they're going to use it for. In other words, if, if I have a certain goal, and I mean, just like you said about this person, I don't know how to achieve it, but when you have 
instructions or a manual on it, then you can be successful with it. I know so many people who have so many goals and they focus on the end result, which we need to do, of course, to achieve it. But they don't realize working backwards to, to then finally get the first step. And then the goal feels so overwhelming for them. They're like, well, I, I can't do this. It's too big of a goal. So I love to see how you create those, those practical steps for people to successfully achieve their goals. Absolutely. The plan to get to the end game is so important and staying motivated along the way and mm -hmm. finding constant enthusiasm and realizing that you might need other people to jump in and help you to achieve your goal. There's so much in that planning phase that's very yes. important. And we obviously get into that in, in quite some detail. Well, and Joe, you were you are a wonderful, uh, wonderful example of this, you know, going to a place where you were at the pinnacle of your life, or was, at least it felt at that time, and then losing everything and then starting over, your mindset is a wonderful representation and a wonderful reminder that when people do get overwhelmed, they don't feel they can do that. They can reflect on your story, and I'm sure it's in that book as well, to be able to say, ah, okay, well, he was able to focus on what was going well. He was able to put in mind the gratitude as well as focusing on the end results that what is a stumbling block is now going to be a stepping stone to get me back to my financial freedom. So I'm so glad that you as a person, not only are one of the authors, but are a living proof that this can work when you use the model that you have developed with your daughter to be able to create a successful life for people. Exactly. Exactly. Every time a hurdle or a, uh, an adversity or problem comes your comes your way or comes my way, the all of the question I ask myself over and over again is quite simply: I don't say why this happened to me. Why did this happen to me? I say how am I going to turn this issue into a benefit? How yes. am I going to turn this? And I'll ask it over and over again. And miraculously, the answer just winds up showing up. <laughs> you need to focus on it and ask that question. And boom, there's the answer. So, and it's been going on really, really my whole life, but especially over the last decade uh, since I really focused in on, uh, focused in on this. So. Well, thank you both so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. You both have such amazing, inspirational stories. And I can't wait for my listeners to purchase your book, The Foundation of a Successful Life. Where will they find all this information online and where may they purchase this book? Sure. So they can find any and everything about us at www.successcornerstone.com. They can purchase the book there and they can learn more, a little bit more about what we're doing. Um, likewise, they can go to Amazon and search Joe Florentine or Erica Florentine and they can find it there as well. Well, my listeners also know that if they're not able to find your book any other place, simply go to the show notes in this particular episode and I will link you directly with Amazon. Joe and Erica Florentine, thank you so much for being fantastic guests on my show today. One more time, your book, The Foundation of a Successful Life, is a must-read for anyone who's looking for self-development. Thank you both so much for your time. Thank you, thank James. You. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.